Listen up. Yeah. <coughs> new, 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 newsy. Newsy jacuzzi. A world full of information and news for kids like me. Hello, and welcome to our second episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. I'm your host, Lila Shushankar Prickett, and this is my sound effects sidekick and big story explainer, my mama. Hello, hello, or since we're broadcasting from India, Namaste. Namaste. <clears throat> you say it better than I do. <laughs> this week on Newsy Jacuzzi, we'll hear how our poo, excuse me, I mean, excrement can be used to track the pesky old coronavirus and get some neighborhoods back to normal. Staying with the virus, we'll hear how a Spanish opera house is doing its bit to lift spirits after the lockdown. And for dog lovers, well, we have a story that will bounce your brains about, or at least make you see your dog differently. Then in sports, we check out why the newly crowned English Premier League winners are having a bittersweet victory. And for our lucky dip, just for the fun of its story, well, any guesses? <coughs> nope, those aren't boards. You'll just have to wait and see. I, I mean here. But first, let's hear a wrap of the biggest news stories of the week. Hold on tight. It's Around, Around the, the World, world in, in 80, 80 Seconds. seconds. Oh, it's been a tense week in Hong Kong as protesters have taken to the streets, angry at a new law which gives China greater powers over the island city and raises concerns about people's privacy. Staying with China, it spat with neighboring India escalated, but this time off the battlefield and into the world of tech, with the Indian government announcing a ban on 59 Chinese apps, including the super popular TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, the U.S. government said it's also looking at banning the popular video app because it's worried the Chinese government could use it to spy on people. While we're in America, big changes are underway for some professional sporting teams which are thinking of shedding team names that are seen as reinforcing negative stereotypes. Top of the list is football's Washington Redskins and baseball's Cleveland Indians. And finally, up to space. Three different Martian missions are in the works, including NASA's car-sized rover Perseverance, which will hunt for signs of ancient life. The United Arab Emirates is also hoping to launch its first interplanetary effort next week, probing Mars's transition from a warm and wet world to a cold one. After that, China will launch its first fully homegrown mission to Mars, too. Whew. And with that, we're back where we started. Woo! Thanks for that flash around the world. And now it's time to tackle the, the big news story of the week. Well, you want the good news or the bad news? Hmm, bad news first. Well, the big story of the week is about the coronavirus again. Not again! Yep, numbers are still surging forward, particularly here in India and the U.S. In fact, even U.S. President Trump finally seems to agree wearing a mask when in a crowded place is probably a smart way to contain the spread of the disease. He's even joked that if he wore one, he'd look like the famous fictional cowboy called the Lone Ranger. His mask covered his eyes, but still. Now, there's finally some good news about the virus. And even better, it's all about poo. Oh, that's good news? Well, yeah, we get to have some really cool sound effects. 
Ew, Mama. Don't worry, we'll just keep it to this. So for a long, long time, people who study diseases have known that our poo, sorry, our excrement, or bowel movement, our stools, our waste... Boy, there's a lot of words for this. Okay, our poo contains all sorts of valuable information about what's going on in our bodies. Like when we're really sick, sometimes doctors not only want to get a sample of our blood, but a stool sample also, to see what's bugging you, literally what bugs are inside you that may be making you sick. I have bugs inside me? We all do. At least three types, parasites, bacteria, and viruses. Most are harmless, some are even good for us, but the bad ones can be very bad and make us sick. Now, back to... Mama! (laughs) Sorry, it's part of the story, I promise. Okay, when we do our business and flush the toilet, where does the waste go? Down a pipe? Yep, that's right. And all the pipes from all the houses collect together into bigger pipes, and that's called a sewer. Well, if you take a sample of the sewage from a neighborhood, you can tell if some people there might have coronavirus. Here's the key. Most people don't get tested until they have symptoms, and that can be two weeks after they get this pesky thing. But if someone's sampling the poo, I mean the sewage, from the neighborhood, they can know a lot sooner. Okay, so... What good does that do? Okay, it means that we can find out if the virus might be spreading in an area before lots of people start to get sick. And that means that if a good sewage testing system is in place, we might be able to relax some of these yucky rules we've been living with, like lockdowns and even social distancing and masks and no school, no playdates, no fun. What a relief that would be. That's right. Scientists here and there have been doing this for a while, but now in the United Kingdom, they've created a standardized test. That means a system everyone can use, which if used across the country, they reckon can spot increases in cases 10 days earlier than what's happening now. So think of it this way. Poo is important, and sewage samplers are the new soldiers in this fight against the virus. Poo fighters! Uh, Yeah, I guess. Now it's the ace part of our podcast. That stands for... Art, culture, and entertainment. Darling. Darling. This week, we go to Spain, where an opera house reopened after the lockdown for a concert by a quartet. That means four musicians. But it was no ordinary show, as our reporter Nina Graniana explains. Here in Barcelona, things are going back to normal after the coronavirus. People are going back outside and theaters are opening back up. In fact, Eliseo Opera House just had their first concert in a while. But you'll never guess who was in the audience. No one famous. Not even one single person. Not animals either. Any more guesses? It was plants. Yes. Those green things we put in pots were sitting on the same chairs humans normally sit on. Why did they do this? Well, there's an artist named El Genio. He wanted to do a cool project about Mother Nature because we have been locked up for so long. I believe we're at the end of an era. That means certain paradigms or patterns must change. 
So he took about three thousand plants to the theater for a concert. There were four people playing instruments. Guess what the song was called? Chrysanthemum, or chrysanthemum in English. The event was hailed a breath of fresh air. This is Nina Granjena in Barcelona for Newsy Jacuzzi. Thanks, Nina. Breath of fresh air. Good one. That's plants for ya. <laughs> yes, good point. Okay, two things. First, the male voice you heard in the report was the English version of what the artist who'd created this event had said in Spanish. And also, do you know what our Barcelona reporter meant when she said it was hailed as a breath of fresh air? Ah,、uh, kinda. Well, actually, hail is just a very fancy way of saying praised or greeted enthusiastically. Like hail, newsy jacuzzi. <laughs> you know, like as you do. <laughs> Back to business. And now the news from the world of wow. wow, wow. In other words, science. <laughs> so, how many of you listeners have dogs? I don't have one, unfortunately, but my grandparents do. He's the sweetest yellow lab you'll ever meet. His name is Buddy, but he's getting really old. How old? Well, in human years he's twelve, but in dog years. You gotta know your sevens times table for this. Well, let's see. Seven times twelve. Eighty-four. Your math is correct, but your answer is wrong. I knew that. That's right. Scientists at the University of California in San Diego say that they have a new formula to convert dog years to human years. Yeah, because you know, before we were just sort of guessing. Most people back in the olden days lived till about seventy years old, and most of the dogs are about ten. So they reckon people just divided seventy by ten and got seven. But that's not really very exact, is it? Yeah. All four of my grandparents are well over seventy and still very healthy, so that's now data number. That's true, but more importantly, using developments in a study of aging called epigenetics, scientists have found that dogs age at a different rate to humans. They can have puppies when they're one, but be middle-aged, according to the biology of their body, by two. What? Yep, a two-year-old dog is now considered middle-aged, not fourteen. But the good news is, dogs' epigenetic clock, as this system of charting the aging process is called, slows down. Basically, they stay middle-aged a long time before getting properly old. Okay, so how do we tell how old Buddy the Yellow Lab is? Well, there's a new fancy formula using something called a natural logarithm, and it's not as easy as multiplying by seven. But don't worry, you can go online and look at the handy chart the scientists have created. And so, Buddy is how old? Okay,、uh, let me see. Let me look at it. Um, right. Okay, the average twelve-year-old lifespan of a Labrador Retriever is seventy human years old. So not far off from what we thought. But our next-door neighbor has a Spaniel who's half Buddy's age, just six years old. And guess how old that is in human years? How old? Sixty years old. Still young, just not quite as young as we had previously thought. <laughs> 
Good boy, buddy. Buddy, down, down. Age really doesn't matter. Down, buddy, down. Okay, enough of the canine coding. Now let's turn our attention to... I'll be ready to play Sports news. This week, we head to the football pitch. Okay, soccer for you Americans. With our sports reporter, Arv Skills. He's going to tell us why the Liverpool Football Club's recent victory is bittersweet. Kind of like dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Leela. The Liverpool Football Club was recently crowned the winners of the English Premier League, which I'm not happy about as I'm a Manchester United fan. But still, Liverpool was clearly on roll. Because last year, they won the Champions League and the FIFA Club World Cup. But it hasn't been an easy ride for Liverpool. When the team got a new manager, Jurgen Klopp, in 2015, they had a tough few years. But now, there's no stopping them. So it's no wonder that around 7,000 fans took to the streets to celebrate. And not exactly in a socially distant way. The club said such gatherings were unacceptable. And the Liverpool fans went boo! They had plans for the team to hop on an open top bus and parade around the city. But that can only happen once COVID-19 is under control. And who knows when that will be. This is our Skills from YouTube for Newsy Jacuzzi. Thank you, Arab. Now finally for our lucky dip, just for the fun of it, oddball story. We head to Thailand and Southeast Asia. Look at the monkey, funny monkey, little red monkey, acting so fidgety. Look okay, we're not talking about little monkey, red monkeys, red monkey. but little brown ones. With very long tails and big bright eyes, super close together, called macaque monkeys. In fact, they're all over Asia and North Africa. And I have to admit, like most monkeys, they're pretty cute. But beware! Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> they're not always friendly, especially if they're hungry. And that's the case in one of Thailand's oldest cities, Lop Buri. Famous for its old shrines and, you got it, macaque monkeys. Some say there are 2,000 of them. Others guess there are as many as 6,000. Either way, they're used to getting lots of food from tourists. But since the coronavirus has meant no travel, that's meant no tourist. And no tourist has meant less food. And you know what happens to all of us when our tummies are empty. We get hangry! Oh, yes, you do. <clears throat> we all do. <laughs> In fact, videos have gone viral showing mobs of monkeys, mob means a group, fighting over food. Some are even getting inside houses to find food. Some people are becoming scared. I would be! Me too. <laughs> so now authorities have started placing big cages around the city with tantalizing, that means lovely, fruits put inside them. They're hoping to lure some of the monkeys into the cage to be taken away and be neutered so they can't produce any more babies. Meaning eventually, hopefully, there'll be more food to go around. And that means more happy monkeys. I'm a happy monkey now. <laughs> you are a monkey. <laughs>
And that brings us to the end of our second episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. If you enjoyed this dip in the whirlpool of news and information, then give us a good rating, or better still, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch, drop an email to contact at newsyjacuzzi.com. See you next week in the Newsy Jacuzzi. Da 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 da